Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. We watch this trash so you don't have to. And we'll never say that on the podcast uh, wait, again. what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought we just decided yeah, that we, we were done with that tagline. We did, but I, I thought the the, uh, the folks at home would, uh, the blowhards, if you will. Want to hear it one last time? Just maybe one last time. Folks, I don't know if it's gelling. We've given it, I don't know. 45 weeks we really tried <laughs> we really wanted a, a quick fun line to yeah. kind of explain the podcast but it has no rhythm it has never been incorporated seamlessly into the intro it always feels weird and at this point it, me- it means nothing to me it I means just nothing. say it it doesn't i'm not too sure if it sums up our podcast actually i think that the only time it's ever felt semi-natural is right now when you just said it yeah, because I was really because I was in it you were I ready because I was because I was trying to prove a point as I wanted to say it for the last time. So yeah. maybe that's that's the energy it needed every single time. I never gave it the old uh, enough. I never gave it the old enough. You so. never gave it the old high school try. Yeah, old high school try. The old middle school try. Guys, we would like you to send us new taglines. We'll try them out. We'll see how they work. We'll do a new one each week and see how it goes. Yes. And, and the-, the one we like the most, you guys, get a button. The first person to send it to us gets $500. <laughs> That's right, $500 hairs. Doll hairs. Um, guys, how we doing? It is the end of June. Um, dog days are uh, around the corner, as one might say. Dog days of summer, you, mm-hmm. you mean. Dog mm-hmm. days of summer. We are in the beginning of cancer season, if you're into astrology at all. So everyone's feeling very emotional. Everyone's in their feels. I don't know if you've had a, a week of questioning yourself, um, feeling sort of emotional and, and maybe slightly out of control. But just know that it is definitely the stars and not your behavior. The stars have aligned in a way that make you forget your keys and your car and your mm-hmm. wallet and your it's house. It's not you. It's it not your you. fault that you got drunk and lost your wallet, okay? Mm. It's astrology. The stars put 12 gin and tonics in your hand uh-huh. last night. Yep, you better blame those signs. And this one, the one that is uh, uh, causing all the problems, is cancer. Mm. So I had quite a week. Um, it started off with a bang. I made a huge mistake. I went and saw the movie Aladdin, the new uh, live-action movie you know, from Disney. I was there, honestly, I was there for Will Smith okay I wanted to see what he could bring to the table and it was he was fine he did the best he could do you can't fill Robin Williams shoots not anymore anyway yeah <laughs> sorry guys wow Nick <laughs> I burped when I said it too uh, so all right Ashley was so excited to go see this fucking movie I'm so embarrassed so excited like couldn't <sighs> stop asking me if I wanted to go I, I was asking all my friends if they wanted to go I refused I was like I'm just not gonna see that I, I yeah. don't want to it doesn't look like a movie I want to see I didn't even watch the trailer so you watched the trailer so you knew ahead of time the cringiness of it and I didn't I just I fully accepted I was like somebody stop me Ooh. oh wait that's the mask yeah that wasn't uh wow <laughs> I thought that was the genie never mind I thought you know disney is going to handle this well you know i trusted disney to uh execute this in a way that didn't make me feel cringy you know about five minutes in but i'll tell you what that intro started and i said oh shit what am i doing here arabian nights in arabian nights the worst part is, is that I invited every friend I could think of for weeks, and no one was like. People were like, oh, "I'm good. I'm Thank not going to pass." Thank God, you got pass. a friend like me. 
And then my friend Julia was like, okay, I'll do it. And then like the day the day of, she was like, are you sure you don't want to see Toy Story? And then like, I was like, Julia, like she had already ghosted me once to see Aladdin. And then she was like, do you want to see Toy Story? And I was like, Julia, I don't want to see Toy Story. I want to see Aladdin. And then I was like, what about this 915 show? And she's like, oh, that's so late. And I just got this like feeling from her that she was going to ghost me again. So I was like, listen, if you don't want to go to Aladdin, you don't have to. I'll go by myself. And we got in a text fight back and forth that involved, well, it was a misunderstanding that involved me like having to call her and being like, look, we shouldn't text each other anymore. Our friendship cannot support it. And I I was like, I feel like you don't want to go to Aladdin. And she's like, I do. I just was looking for like an earlier movie time. We both misunderstood each other. Long story short, we ended up in the movie Aladdin and I'm looking at her like, do you want to leave? I'm so sorry. I made you come to this. I feel very responsible. um, And I can't apologize enough. Now let's be honest. Let's actually say what happened here. Who made you call her? Nick. Yeah, that's right. I watched this happen and I said, you better call her ass right now. And I believe I picked up your phone out of your hand and I pressed the call button and handed it back to you. And I said, work this out with your friend. He did. That's true. But I had texted her earlier in that fight, in that back and forth, I said, we can't text, which we have, you know, you guys ever have a friend you just misunderstand on text all the time? Like, you're like, I can't read the tone here. I don't know what's happening. Um, that is this friend. And I love her. She's great. We can get along all the time. Sometimes on text messages, we don't understand each other. So I had already said in the past and, and that day, we shouldn't be texting. I had not thought to call her. And then Nick, yes, you did pick up my phone. You did press send you get that credit what's the problem with certain people why can't uh why is it tough to text certain people i don't know do you have this problem at all or is Uh, this just me i have friends who um won't text back for a long time yes that's 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 difficult that's a thing that i deal with um only a couple of my friends and so like i will send them a text or they will send me a text and i will respond and then I won't hear like something back for them for like an hour. And it's I, I can respect somebody texting and then putting their phone away. But I almost feel like I need a heads up on that. It's just you like, hey, what? by the way, I'm going to put my phone in my backpack and then go and do a thing. So I'm not staring at my phone. Just letting you know. But is I that have, asking too much from a person? I don't think so. I have like two or three friends that will I will text and they might take like a day to get back to me. And but they have told me beforehand like when our friendship started they were like just so you know i'm not a huge texter i don't always return texts right away that's nice and because they gave me that information then i feel just totally comfortable you know letting their like they text me at like 11 p.m and i'm about to go to bed and uh, under different circumstances i might be like oh, i gotta respond to them but i know that we have like a thing where i'm like you know what they understand if i'll text them tomorrow i actually prefer the freedom of a friend who you can be loosey-goosey with the texting but i do think it needs to be established in the beginning i do agree with that yeah and you know what none of these guys are are doing that they're not going to do that ever you know not going to tell you yeah it's because i don't know that these people think that they have this problem i mean i've called a few of them out on it i have yeah. one friend who really why don't you name him i named no, my friend <laughs> because this friend because you worked it out with this friend i yeah. have not worked it out with this friend yeah and i do not think this friend listens to this podcast so i don't think they'd know but i have a friend who you like i guess we just blame the fact that he was kind of uh 
a little late on all the tech. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. Got an iPhone kind of late, doesn't yeah. really do any, isn't really on social media, isn't right. really doing that stuff. And so you could text this person and really not hear back from a day for a day. And then the next day they respond as if it's like, that's the conversation we're having. Yeah. That this person works a lot. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. But I have a, there's another friend, a mutual friend where we commiserate over this other friend's mm. texting abilities. Mm. And I actually uh, told my one friend, we were on a group text. It was the, it was us three. And uh, this person, uh, my, my one friend who does text back, uh, said, hey, let's go do this thing. And I saw that he had texted in that group text. Uh-huh. I went on my own text thread with that person who had texted me. And I said, hey, FYI, I am not going to resp- I want to do this thing with you guys. I am not going to respond in this text thread until person B responds. Ooh, you did a little experiment. Because I want to just see. Because I, I think what happens is sometimes then me and this person will just text back and forth and person B will just sit back. And then like when it's way too late, we'll be like, yeah, I can't do that. I'm doing this. Mm. And you're just like, well, we kind of would have liked that earlier. It might have changed our plans. We could have invited another person B. Right. So, and honestly, that person, it took them a long time, but they did text back and it was a no. You wow. Know what I mean, so I was like, I, I didn't want to put myself out there. So your experiment proved what? What did your experiment prove? There was no experiment. It, it really sounded wasn't like a, an experiment. No, it was me being like moody. You, and I was like, I'm not texting until this person You texts. wanted to see if whether or not they were just like a casual observer of the text chain or if they were a direct participant. So you were seeing like, is their behavior because they like to sit back and watch? Or is their behavior just their behavior? And you learn their behavior is just their behavior. And I had already known that. So it was just me you kind of nothing. throwing like a little fit mm. where I was kind of throwing a tantrum. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other thing is that uh, I've, I also have gotten a text back like where we're like, uh, I'm like, hey, uh, you want to go do this thing at night? Mm-hmm. And uh, that thing is like at 8 p.m. And then, like, at 7.15, like, and, and this text go is for at, like, 11 a.m. of yeah. the same day. Around 7.15 p.m., I get a text back being, actually, I'm doing this. And the thing that this person is doing is something we all could have done together. Ooh. And it was like, oh, but it's now you're on your way to do that. And you know the train system of New York City. If I'm trying to get to here to there, I, I wouldn't be there in time. That's hard. And I, I'm not, un, I'm unsure I don't of know if what, this person wants to be your friend. <laughs> I don't know if this person wants to be anybody's friend. Oh, there I you mean, go. I mean, I kind of think that's what's happening. I okay. feel like there's a, you know, I live in a world of uh, friends with anxiety and depression. Yeah. Uh, I am not excluded. You're an entertainer. That. And so, uh, you know, you get these people who are in their head all day long and they're worrying about this, worrying about that. And maybe the last thing on their list is to get back to this one person. You know, I, I don't really know. But I will say that it has stopped me from reaching out. Uh, as much I, I do it every once in a while that's unfortunate and i know that my other friend the, the other person that's in our group friend text, a they don't really reach out that often either mm-hmm. like we were uh setting up uh, some sort of a dinner thing uh, a couple weeks ago and he uh my other friend was like hey i might invite person b yeah and per- and uh i was like well i'm down you let me know if that's gonna happen but i'm definitely down we met up for that meal and i go oh did you ever reach out to person b and he was like nah 
Yeah. So it's it's an interesting situation because we love Person B and we mm-hmm. want to hang with Person B, but Person B is not available enough to make us feel secure. You do want to respect the signals people are sending out. And that's important. I think with Person B, what you're saying is like, maybe this is because they're late to the tech game and they just don't know the social rules, but also maybe they don't want to hang out. And so it's like, I'm going to respect what you're sending out. Yeah, absolutely. And but but when I'm with person B, they look like they always want to hang out and even as sometimes like I don't know why we don't hang out all the time. I am not really, you know, it was one of those uh, things. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting, person. B, are they because, depressed? I already asked uh, that. I mean, I, I, I think I, I, did. I think they probably are. I don't know exactly. Um, and then I would say that the other person on the text thread, you know, the third person who does respond, um, it, I, that person has called me out on my text, um, my text etiquette, mm-hmm. and that uh, my texts are too terse. Interesting. That's what this person has told me. Why are you so terse? And I and I and it's interesting because I don't ever use that word ever. I have yeah. since then. Yeah, it's and, a great word. And I'm, I sounds was like purse. So it does sound like purse <laughs> and merce. Mm-hmm. Um, curse, s- purse as well. <laughs> Did you curse? Say, oh, curse! I yeah. thought you just rebrought <laughs> it up. Purse. I just, I just have a stroke on the podcast. But like purse, purse. I think it was. It's just kind of like uh, you know, somebody's like, "Hey, would you like to do a thing?" And then me responding, "No." Like I, uh-huh. I think that's a terse text. Yeah. No one wants a hard no. Yeah, right. Like they want to be like, man, we'll think about it. I don't know. What do you think? You actually got me in trouble on a text thread because we were on a text thread with a bunch of friends and um, something popped up on there and you were like, text this. It'll be funny. And then it completely stopped the conversation. And then later that night, the person that I was going after in the text was like, why would you write that? And I was like, yeah. Nick told me to. Well, that was <laughs> our our friend Brad was having a birthday party. And uh, we and Ashley and I were on a group text with like five other people. And those guys, it's a lot of guys on it's that a bunch text. of comics. It's a bunch of guys in Ashley. Yeah. And they and, and we're constantly goofing around with each other. And I will often drop an F you as just to make it funny. Uh, and I and I believe it was something was directed at Ashley and I was driving and I was like, hey, you should just respond. You know, it was F like, you. Ashley, are you coming? Because I hadn't chimed in or something. And it was a invitation to his birthday day and also meeting his baby mm. and it, i think that you told me to say i'm coming for the baby but i fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> which is funny yeah, but then it completely stopped the text thread <laughs> and no one yeah and then brad later that night was like why'd you write that you hate me and i was like no i don't hate you yeah but i think he might have been joshing you nah he was going for no, it no he didn't mean yeah that. Well, it's interesting that you're bringing, we're talking so much about communication because I, I had a story I wanted to tell you, Nick, which is that um, I have Marco Polo on my app. You know what that is? Yeah, I do, but I don't think on anybody else does. I don't think anyone else does it's, either. Because it's like a useless app that you and your friends like for some reason. I'd yeah. love you to lay it on the blowhards. Marco Polo is an app you can download on your phone and it allows you to leave video messages for your friends and you can create video. Uh, text groups basically where like four people are leaving different videos for each other and it's really I I love it because it is like it's more than a text and it's less than a phone call you know it's like you're not actually dedicating yourself to a phone call
all, but it does feel more present than a text because you're looking into the camera and you're talking. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, on Instagram, I believe you can DM multiple people and have text groups That's on Instagram. That's different. No, because you can send videos no, and pictures. because yes. I bet it has a time limit. I bet Instagram has a time limit. Well, I've left Marco Polos for people that are like 10 minutes long. That's wild. It's like writing a letter, and, y'all. And here's the other thing. A future letter. I think you like Marco Polo because you can watch people's videos on two times speed. Yes or no? You can. That yeah. is great. Yeah, you can double time the speed, huh? You can that's race through them. That's not what it is, though. I think that's what it is. It's not what it is. But what happens is there's never really a good opportunity to Marco Polo someone. Because like, if you're home, you're like hanging out with Nick on the couch watching television. He doesn't want to watch me hold my phone up to my face and record a video. And then it's like if you're on the street, then you're walking around New York City with your fucking phone up in your face, you know, like a tourist or something. Anyway, I often get caught like Marco Poloing on the street because it really is the only time I can find but I'm always very self-conscious about it I always feel like um I just feel like a mark you know mm -hmm. you're walking with your phone in your face like this yeah you you really do look like a goddamn jacket Guys, people do it people, people do it. I know this is a um like audio experience the podcast but hold your phone up right now in front of your right face now. We're, we're both doing and it. and just hold it up there and then imagine walking through the streets of new york and yeah. talking into crossing it. busy streets yeah so anyway last night um i like i i i, I bought a water and from like a, a street cart and I, a street cart named Desire. Mm -hmm, and I pulled out my phone and I was watching someone's Marco Polo. And then I started recording my Marco Polo phone in face walking down in the West Village, super busy Thursday night. And all so of you're, you're piffing right now. What? Phone in face. Phone in face. Piffing. I'm, okay. That was fun. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Piffing. Guys, that's the podcast. Thank you so much. Phone and face. So I'm walking down the street in the West Village. I got my phone up like this. And all of a sudden I hear, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And I turn around and this like three people are running after me. And they're like, your book bag is unzipped. And literally left a trail of everything I've owned down the oh entire God. city block. You did block. not tell me this. Yeah, I that know. That is so, I mean, that is post embarrassing it like, was so bad i am so embarrassed right now hearing i had to that go story. back and walk the whole block and pick stuff up ashley i've had to dig through your backpack for things before you the, know it's full of stuff oh my lord <laughs> open lipsticks my backpack was a, just a open flapping in the wind and i'm walking down the you street you probably had like a check that fell out of there that you yeah. had deposited in mm -hmm. six months i'm walking down the street with this camera in my face being like mom 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 my day was okay and like literally just uh leaving a trail of my possessions in my wake did you manage to catch any of the aftermath uh on the marco polo yes i rewatched the Marco Polo and it's me just being like so today I was da, da, da. and then you hear ma'am ma'am and then I'm like what and like two people run up behind me did you send that yeah oh I, it I'd exists. like to see it I'll show it to you great yeah you can watch it it's interesting that we were talking so much about communication though because I feel like you that... already used this <laughs> you already used I? this transition ah, shit <laughs> Um, because I feel like it really, okay, let's do that again. It's interesting that we're talking about, um, ways of relating to each other. Mm, there you go. Because, um, we just wrapped up the season of Double Shot of Love on MTV with Vinny and Polly D. Ever heard of them? That's right, folks. Last Thursday, uh, uh, they aired the finale and the reunion. Last back night. to friggin' back. Oh, no, not last well, night. Well, we're recording this on Friday, but the, uh, last Thursday. The curtain Thursday. has been so pulled back. So it's out. If you guys haven't seen the last uh, two episodes of this thing, you know, that includes the reunion, go pop that motherfucker on. 
Did you have to say MF? Or? Nah, I mean, I do check the box that says uh, it's explicit, explicit language, so you might as well earn it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we, we watched the entire season. We watched the reunion. We have a lot of thoughts. Um, Nick, how do you feel overall? Overall, I think we should take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about it. Sounds good. Here we go. We're back, folks. Sorry, I, I needed to take a break there because I, I might be dying. Nick is having like an allergy attack, and he is playing it up for the cameras. Uh, there are no cameras here. I don't know how many times I have to remind you of that. This is audio only. I also asked him to edit out something in the beginning, and he's like, that's your calling card on the podcast. And I said, what, repeating myself? And he said, no, saying silly shit. <laughs> it kind of is. You're always like, that's respectable. What? I've know. never said that once. <laughs> I don't know. You say stuff like that all the time. Oh, my God. So let, we Listen, watch. I have like a little cut inside my nose, a little raw spot that's bothering me. It made me sneeze before. I, you probably didn't realize, but I took I, I took a sneeze pause. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. And during the break, I started perspiring because it's 100 degrees in here. And we have to turn the AC off while we do this. Why are you telling them everything? I just listen we're an open book okay um, I told Nick that he needed to try and snort some salt water because I think that that is going to be the answer to the uh, raw spot Ashley 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 just see you little, say silly shit a little saline solution dab it on there he wants to put like body lotion up his nose yeah you squirt body lotion in your <laughs> nose and then you work it out um, but anyway that's not what we're talking about right now what we are talking about was what we were talking about before the break and that is that we watch <laughs> two episodes actually we watched four if you count last night but uh, we watched, uh, right before this podcast, the finale of Double Shot of Love and the reunion of Double Shot at Love. I think it's at Love, not of Love, right? Mm -hmm. At Love. At Love. Um, and so we are all wrapped up. I hope you are too, because we are about to spoil the heck out of uh, this uh, show. Ashley, how did you feel about the choices that were made on the finale of this show? I'm not going to answer that question right away. Whoa. I want to talk about how I feel about the show as a whole. All right, let's do it. I feel like this show started off so strong. I was really excited by this like old school format. I was excited um, to see more of Polly D, who I really like. I was pretty pumped by the personalities we were introduced to right away. And I'll say the first three or four episodes did not disappoint. We had that crazy lady who um, told Vinny, I'm sorry, no one's ever heard of you. The and The yoga instructor. Yeah, there was just a lot. It felt like an old school like celeb reality VH1 dating show. And I was super into that. And then as this show has progressed, I I, I was against Nikki, uh, Nikki Hall, who was really Polly's main pick throughout the entire season. At first, I started, I didn't like her. I felt like she was causing drama. But then I started thinking, you know what? I think the other girls are causing drama. Nikki is just standing up for herself. And then I started liking Nikki. And that carried me into the very end of this show when I decided that the two people I did not like were Vinny and Pauly D. I feel like they played these girls and I'm not into it. That's a tough realization when you don't like the main characters of the show. Yeah, it yeah. hurts. And I, won't, I don't think I will watch uh, Double Shot at Love Take Two. 
Are they doing take two? They're definitely doing a season two. This season ended in a way that was setting it up for season two. I agree with that. So, folks, we're going to spoil what happens here. So, at the end of the finale, the boys choose. This is what we're all waiting for. We cannot wait. Who are they going to choose? Who's getting the shot at love? Here we go. So, Vinny goes first, and the choices he had were L and Elise. Yep. Now, um, if you're not keeping up with this show, you might be asking yourself, wait, where's Maria? Mm-hmm. Well, she got thrown off the prior episode in a couldn't shocking revelation. Thrown off the show. Her cab was there. She couldn't believe it. Vinny looked like he couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe, believe it. it. I mean, in retrospect, after watching the reunion and thinking about how their relationship went, I do feel like it was the right move. Yeah. I don't feel like they were really into each other. Like, can you imagine them consummating the shot at love? I'd rather not. I'd I mean, nobody not. wants to do that. You know what? But it, I mean, it just seems like there really was no like real uh, like uh, romantic chemistry between the two. They did look like they were good friends and or brother and sister. They had a lot of fun. And I think in the beginning when I saw them together and I saw them joking and stuff, I was like, yes, this is perfect. And I, I came into this show liking Maria from Are You The One? And because I had seen her on Are You The One? And so I was rooting for them. But then when they had their like last date, it was maybe like two or three episodes, two episodes before the final. And they were still doing the giggly first day thing. I agreed with Vinny, which his take was, I don't think we're going to move past this awkward sort of butterfly thing. There doesn't seem to be anything else there. There's nothing deeper. And I understood where he was coming from. Um, so when he sent Maria home, I... I was shocked, but I also understood his point of view. I mean, because the two of us really thought she was the shoe-in, right? I thought when we started this, I was like, they're both going to fall for her, is what I thought. I thought they were going to be, she was going to be L, you know? Yeah. I thought she was going to be the one who went both ways. I would say that um, if I was Vinny in this situation, the fact that she had already been on an MTV love reality show this you know the prior year that that would be a red flag and a demerit towards her and a strike against her and all that good stuff because like that means this is a person who's on two reality dating shows in you know two years both on mtv it kind of seems like you're 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 dating somebody who just wants to be like a reality star Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like either of them want that yeah so the fact that she played it so cool and got so far, I kind of feel like that was pretty good because there were a lot of pretty girls in the house. So uh, clearly it wasn't all about looks. And yeah, I don't know. Um, sh- I still, even watching the reunion, don't know whether or not she really liked the guy. Mm-hmm. Do you really think she really liked him? I do. I do think she liked him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Because if you remember the Are You The One, like she seemed like a little bit more like open and like sensual than she did on this show. Do you yeah, know but I, mean? I think that the reason we're seeing her post that show, I think she had a really bad experience on Are You The One, and so she closed up when it came to being on uh, this show and expressing herself romantically. Uh, I, don't, I think I don't know if that's a good excuse because she should have just not done this show. Come on, everybody wants screen time, baby. <laughs> I, well, that's the problem. You know, um, you can lie to yourself if you're Vinny and Polly and say that the rest of these girls. 
Maybe they're really, this is the way that they think that they can find love. You know, with Marie, unfortunately, you're like, well, it kind of seems like you want to be on television. And, and that's, that can't feel good to two guys who are like desperately running from that. I don't know. I feel like if I was Vinny and I was dating someone that wanted to be on a reality show, I would be like, I get it. I'm on a reality show. It's great. I understand. Vinny is a guy who looks as though he has been on reality most of his adult life and is up upset about it. He does mm-hmm. not look like he enjoys being on reality TV. His whole storyline became him being shy. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, are you shy, Vinny? This seems like it's come out only on this show. Yeah, he's not ever considered shy on the Jersey Shore. He's definitely the he? shyest guy in there. But really what that kind of felt like was that he is a, um, he is, was like the most normal guy on the on the rest yeah, of the Yeah, he's show. not acting like a, a maniac every yeah, night. Yeah, and that doesn't, I mean, maybe in that situation it, it equates to shy. But for everybody else, it's like, oh, no, no, he, these guys are like, narcissistic maniacs and you're just like a normal guy yeah is that does that mean you're shy well i guess compared to the rest of them you are but all of a sudden it became like Vinny's a shy guy he's yeah. the shy one he's, he's shy. awkward he's shy he's like, come on dude he's a chippendales dancer yeah how shy is this guy he can't be shy it seems like a false narrative to me in some ways but anyway so the choices were elise and l and on the other hand, we have uh, Paulie D. His choices were Nikki and Darren. Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, and going into that last decision, where did you feel like? Um, well, let, let me just tell the blowhards this. Ashley read a goddamn spoiler about a week ago. She knew what happened with the Paulie D. situation, which, as you guys know, if you're listeners to this podcast, I do not like and I do not condone spoilers. I did not know. But I guess I could still ask you, Ashley, where did you think it was going to go? I mean, could you even put yourself there? With yeah, the 100%. Part? Okay. I thought Vinny was going to pick Elise, and I thought Polly D was going to pick Nikki. Right. They both liked those girls. Those were the girls they liked on day one. And they both stayed connected with those girls throughout the show. You know, Darren was a late game uh, addition into Polly D's sort of romantic circle. Like she came around on what the third or fourth episode they had that date on the unicorn in the pool. So it's oh god, sometimes I hear what I'm saying on this podcast. <laughs> I, I don't think I think it was a swan. Oh, maybe it was a swan. A unicorn. <laughs> yeah, it was a giant inflatable animal or mythical beast. I think it was a swan, I think. Whatever. And so, like, Darren felt like a late addition, and Elle felt like a late addition, because, like, things with Elle kind of happened with Vinny, like, a couple, like, maybe two or three apps in, and then it seemed like she liked Polly, and then she flip-flopped back over to Vinny, and so, you know, uh, Elise, Alyssa? Elise. Elise. Elise and Nikki were constantly... Um, sought after by their loves. So I assumed that they would be picked. I really thought Elise was done for after what? that first. I, she just really didn't pop around. It was after. I, I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. You thought she was done for when? I thought she was done for after that first make out in the quote unquote club in the house. I like did she too. just kind yeah. of fell into the background. Then I all of a sudden, the, yeah. the chunk of this show was about Vinny and Maria. Yeah. Um, and then the L situation popped up. There was the Oval Office creepy ass scene where they made out in like a strange situation. L and Vinny. Yeah, L yeah. and Vinny. And uh, then I think 
Elle's nail in the coffin was when she made out with Paula. You know Vinny didn't like that. Yeah. You know Vinny did not like the fact that she was a, was a toss-up between the two. Yeah. And you know Pauly was like, I don't really like Elle. I'll make out with Elle. Sorry, dude. Uh, you yeah. do with that with what you will. And I helped you out by making out with her because now you can eliminate her from your list. And yet somehow she made it to the end. And then they had their uh, the things that they were... Um, uh, had in common was the fact that they both were poly sci majors. God, how many times was that brought uh, up? A billion we, times. There should be a game where you take a shot every time he mentions he was a poly yeah, sci apparently major. Apparently, they both also like to shoot hoops. I yeah. don't know. That came and very late. They thought about being lawyers at some yeah. point. So As they like, both okay. wanted to be lawyers. They both worked for politicians. There was a lot in common there. There was a there. Uh, we had. Um, there, all the ladies' parents came to hang out, or parents or friends would come to hang out, and. Uh, th- you know, it seemed like Vinny was really talking up Elle's mom. What Nick is talking about is that one episode, all the girls who were left in the house, there was a huge dinner where their parents, each girl had relatives or parents come and meet Vinny and Polly. And you're right. When that was over, Vinny was truly impressed by Elle's mom, who seemed like a pretty badass bitch. And likewise, I kind of feel like... Um, and vice versa. This is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, because it seemed like um, uh, Elle's mom, who was like a lawyer, and she seemed to be impressed with Vinny and the mm-hmm. things that he did. And, you know, we find out there that Elle also likes to paint. And, and you know, it seemed like they were getting closer and closer. Um, but then there was the next episode in which Vinny's mom and Polly's mom visited the house. And uh, everybody knows Vinny's mom has to get in the kitchen and cook for everybody. Creepy Uncle Nino is there, even though Vinny clearly loathes that man. Wow, Vinny looks loathes so him. uncomfortable. And, and we talked about this on family uh, vacation as well. Yeah, about when they when uh, uh, his mom and Uncle Nino came and visited the house in Miami. Yeah, and it looked like. It, like when Vinny realized that his mom and Uncle Nino were there, the face that that guy had was just like, fucking shoot me. How did I get in this situation where my fucking family has to be on every one of my shows? They're embarrassed. I don't know if they embarrass him or he just hates Uncle Nino. I don't know exactly what's going on there. I can't believe there. Uncle Nino hasn't been me too'd off television. I mean, for real, for real, because he almost got there on uh, on, yeah. on, on this show. Anyway, so uh, the the moms show up, and then Vinny's mom gets in the kitchen, and then that's when we see Elle really try to make a move for Vinny's mom to show her that, hey, I'm down, I'll learn how to cook. Uh, but it seemed as though she was not dressed for the occasion. Wearing white in the kitchen. And Vinny's mom did not really approve and was kind of like, you step aside, I don't want to get your pretty dress all messy. Yeah, and then Elle was like, I didn't know we were cooking. And then Elise showed up, and Elise was down to hang out and pound chicken. Yeah. And uh, it seemed as though Vinny's mom was into the fact that Elise was cooking and le- wanting to learn. And so it, it it felt like that was a bad day for, for Elise, but who knows? It, in the end, they didn't give a fuck about uh, what their parents thought anyway. I thought it was very interesting that we saw Polly D's mom. I've never seen her. She's never popped up on yeah, the Jersey Shore before. Yeah, I don't think I've before. ever seen her before. And that was an interesting situation because she just was kind of clearly reserved, pulled back. We didn't really see her talk. We saw Nikki spilling the beans about her feelings for Polly and then we saw Darren kind of I don't know why Darren rubbed Polly D's mom the wrong way because I thought Darren was fine they kept saying that Darren was putting on a show yeah but I I don't know I mean isn't she trying to like you know make them feel comfortable and get to know them like 
I would put on a show too. I don't. I didn't. I didn't understand that comment. Bottom line: the moms did not like anybody. Yeah, they did not approve of anybody. You think they've ever approved of anyone for yeah, those two? Yeah, I, I do. I think that they're like skeptical about the show, like we all should have been. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, let's cut to what happened. So wait, uh, I want. Oh, go ahead. I I told you in the beginning of us talking about this how I felt about the show as a whole, and I want to hear that from you. Or do you want to say that for the end? Or I enjoyed the me? show as a whole. I felt like I did. Did not like watching it as much towards the end. I don't know why. It's probably because the um, it got more serious and uh, the amount of ladies in the house uh, dwindled down to a bunch that were just more serious about love and not kind of being goofy or whatever. Also, the novelty of it wore off on me. Uh, I mean, we got what like. 12 episodes of this show or something mm-hmm. like that maybe more I think 14. 13 14 I could have used eight I mean I, I really yeah. I, it was a, it just kind of got boring after a while I mean there were a few episodes which I enjoyed where um you know uh, they, they went out of the house a little bit I like that but honestly I it I don't know. I don't know why I did, I wasn't really drawn in on this. I guess the I didn't drama, really care. The drama really uh, disappeared when all, most of the girls were out of the house. Do you think yeah. that has yeah, something to do with been. it? It could have been. I feel like I was turned off by Polly and Vinny, um, but I guess that didn't really happen till the very end. So I think it was maybe a lack of drama once Susie was out of the house and Mish and uh, Marissa, you know, girls who weren't necessarily causing drama, but were definitely found themselves in situations yeah i i I kind of felt like maybe when the show sort of became nikki versus the world yeah that's when i started not being so interested in it because i was sort of bored by that as a storyline and i also cringy yeah it was cringy i also saw what was gonna happen i saw that yeah, I was like, oh, well, it seems like Polly likes her. So Polly never got to know any of the other girls at all. Yeah. Like you were saying before, like Darren was really late. And honestly, like it seemed like Darren popped into um, the picture when they went to Vegas. Yeah. Um, and all, I think they made out. In the, remember, she like made a beeline to his uh, uh, yeah, hotel Yeah, they had room. made out before, but that was Yeah, but that was like the out. big thing. And where all of a sudden we're like, oh, Darren's like a, a, a pick here. Like this yeah. could actually work out. Um, and I just didn't, I didn't really care. Vinny was cringy the entire time. I just didn't like his storylines. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see my, I couldn't see Vinny with any of these girls. Yeah. And I may have not been able to see Polly with any of these girls too. So maybe when it was more apparent to me that the whole show was a facade, uh, and started I, to fall I, apart, I started to fall apart. You know what I mean? I just was like, eh, I don't know. This is kind of goofy. I don't really care that much. So yeah, it did feel like a money grab. MTV uh, was like, we can do a quick popular show. Honestly, I feel like I would have bailed when we bailed on season two of family vacation. Like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, I don't know if I give a fuck about this shit anymore. Like, yeah. So I don't know, because there are some shows where I'm like, I can't believe I can't wait to watch the next episode. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, how I feel about Southern Charm right now. Yeah, I mean, there are I mean, tons of shows that I've watched. I've just loved to the very end and upset when it's over, you know, the challenge, things like that. But, 
yeah, something about this just didn't hold my interest. Okay, so can we go to Now where? cut to the end, yeah. So we're going to the end. Okay, so Vinny makes his choice first. We got Elise and we have L out there. He says very nice things to both of them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to make any comments about how he talked to either of them, anything that he said? Oh, I mean, he I feel like he just said what we had already heard, you know? It wasn't anything new. I think the part about this that really stood out to me was when he was like, "Now, do you have anything to say to me?" And it's like the girls are like, we just think you're really, it's like yeah. compliment time. Yeah. Like, I just feel like a connection with you. I the think ego stroke. Guy. It's like, th- we didn't need this. You know, Vinny's like, now, do you have anything that you want to say before I possibly send you home? I just think you're really so great and you're just amazing. And like, I just think you're like the best guy ever. I could have done without that. So after all that, he looks at L and he goes, L, you're really great. I love you so much. But uh, unfortunately, your double shot at love is over. Your cab is here. And she, like a deer in headlights, just kind of backs away, gives like a strange hug. She looked confused. Confused, walks to the car, in the car. And in the car, she's like, I cannot believe that happened. Yeah. I am completely thrown. She thought she had it in the bag. Yeah, she, she really did. She thought she had it in the bag. I think these guys were telling these girls, these last four especially, like, you're the one I'm going to pick. I'm going to be with you. Because Darren said similar stuff at the reunion where she was like every time Polly talked about our future it was always like we're going to be in Vegas this is what we're going to do this is where we're going to travel like as in her and him and then we definitely know I would bet money y'all I would bet money that Polly D said to Nikki early on you're the one I'm so, going to so pick. So first of all okay. we didn't share who he picked yet. I know but I just want to say this real quick. Okay go ahead. So I feel like he said like you're the one I'm going to pick and um, I feel like he he I, I, I feel like he told her he loved him. No he loved her. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Okay so now we can get to Polly if so you want to. So Vinny then picks Elise. Yes he says Would Elise you like- is super happy. You know they're like he's clinging on to Elise. It's very cold outside by the pool. You could see their breath. Like how yeah. cold could it be? It's crazy. So it's so cold. They're in little dresses. Well, it's L.A. five months ago. It's January. Vinny and Polly are dressed like idiots. Ooh, hated their outfits. I mean, uh, they they had Pants bla- were too blazers tight. on, like kind of colored jeans. They look like they stepped and, out of two thousand five. And long and like they had button up shirts on under the blazers, but like long. Long shirts that were not tucked in. Is that the style? I don't know. You could see the tails of the shirts under the back of the jackets. I was like, this is all wrong. Yeah. And, And they were all like super bundled up. The girls were on had short dresses on, freezing the entire time, like freezing. You could see their goosebumps. It was it was wild. Um. So then they pick Elise. Yeah, and then like the entire time, like Vinny's like clinging on to Elise. They give each other a kiss, and then Polly's like, come on, really kiss her. And then they have to make out again. We have to watch it. It's Polly gross. just stares at him. Yeah, it's super gross. So then Polly's girls come out, and so we have Nikki and we have Darren. And then he, they do, he does the, you know, you, you're so great, you're so cool, you're so great, but unfortunately, Darren, your cab is here. Wait a minute. Hold on. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you guys have anything you want to say about me before he sent Darren home? And Nikki went into a really long thing about how she's never felt like this with anybody and that, like, you know, she's the, he's the one and all of that. And Darren was side-eyeing her the whole time. I thought Darren might push her in the pool. They were both kind of looking real shady at each other. They hate crazy. each other. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And then what did Darren say? Did she say, because she at one point said that Polly D was her soulmate. Did she say that to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wow. said, that, I feel like you're, I've never gotten close to somebody this quick. I mean, because Nikki for, went first and Nikki was like, I'm in love with you. And so yeah. Darren clearly had to boost her. Like, Got to one up it. You know, like this, this is the Hail Mary pass. And so she's like, she didn't say I love you, but she did say I've never gotten close to anybody and like this before. This quickly, yeah. Uh, this quickly, blah, 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 blah. And then she's, they sent, he's like, sorry, Darren, you got to go home. If we da had only had more time yeah, or something what, yeah. like that. Darren gets in the cab and she's like, totally blindsided, can't believe it. I'm going to eat a pint of ice cream by myself with my cats. Yeah, she was really like, I 100% thought he was going to pick yeah. me. And That's why I think he was telling these, I think they were telling these girls, I'm going to pick you. So then, here's the crazy part. Darren, I hope you didn't sleep with Polly D. So they, now now he's looking at Nikki, and he's like, Nikki, you're you're incredible. We've hit it off immediately. Uh, honestly, it scares me how much you love me. Um, this quickly, your feelings, I, it just doesn't feel right. I, I don't feel the same way to you. And like, Nikki is like laughing and like crying like in ha so happy, happy ways. And then like he starts talking about this, and she's like, kind of understanding but still like seeming really happy and then he goes i'm sorry but i'm gonna fly solo on this one wow what wow he doesn't pick anybody and puts her in a fucking cab too Ooh, dude you have to pick somebody for the show and don't then, make us watch this whole fucking thing and then not pick somebody dude you never were gonna pick anybody you never were gonna pick anybody she takes she uh, Nikki does an interview. She's crying in the interview. She seems like she seems more in control of her feelings than she has on this show. She seems more like in focus than she like and but is like what? Like she's she uh, her reaction to me was weird because like I thought the way that she was react acting with him the entire season, like I thought that would be like a meltdown like, yeah. when that happens. Like that's such a blindside. Like not only does are you the last one and you're like your emotions are up. You're like, I did it. I did it. I did it. And then it gets yanked from you right at the end in a, in an unprecedented way. Like, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not what we, we didn't sign up for that. The not whole cool. fucking viewership was waiting for this guy to pick Nikki. So then she leaves and is like, I don't like what? Like I, I came on too strong. Like, what are you talking? Like, this is what we're here to do. Like, and the then, name of the show is a double shot at love. Yeah, love. Um, so then, okay, so. And we're saying that because Polly was like, you were too much, basically. It's, it's all happened too quickly. It's all too much. And then, okay, so then Polly, so Polly sends her away and is like. Offers to walk her to her car. Yeah, and she's, she's like, like, no. Yeah. No, Polly, Polly, no. She, actually, she did not do what I think she should have done, which is like literally slap this guy across the face. Yeah. Um, and and at, it is at this moment I have I have the realization that Paulie never was going to pick anybody ever. Yeah. He never was going to put himself out there. Yeah. Never, 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 never. It's a paycheck. It was not going to happen. I also feel this way, and this occurred to me as we were talking about this um, on this podcast. I think he never had any. He he may he was going to pick Nikki for a long time. Around the time when they go to Vegas, producers are like, dude, like, you know, at the end of the show, you have to have two girls standing up there and choose one. And then he's like, oh, I'll pick Darren. I, I think he just brought Darren along yeah. because he kind of liked her and was like, she's kind of cool. I kind of like her and never was going to ever pick Darren ever. Like, yeah. it was not a tough choice between her. And then eventually everybody it was like three or four episodes in a row where other people were like 
on without being uh, prompted to going up to Paulie and being like, "Hey, everybody's really cool." By the way, Nikki seems like a red flag. Yeah. Um, not to mention her cousin came. Nikki's cousin came during the family day and actually told Paulie, "Like, hey, are you ready for this? Because she like loves really hard and it is really clingy. Yeah. And it's really tough to be Damn. with her. And, like, totally Damn. fucking sells her up the river like crazy. Then she does the lie detector test and says, like, Wow asks if she's in love with him and." She says yes, and if she, if he asked her to marry her the next day, would she say yes? And she said yes, and then they judge her for that for just being honest. And then um, Paulie's mom comes on the show and basically at the end talks to Paulie and is like, "Yeah, yeah, she seems really nice. You have to be careful with her because she's, she's like really focused, like basically saying she's a nut. Like, watch out." Yeah. Um. And then so he clearly heeded all that advice and and took it because he was like, "Okay, I guess I'm not going to pick her," and I never made any connections with anybody else and that's fine whatever i'll just bring darren along and yada 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 we'll do a second double yeah, shot whatever i mean and and so that's how it ends folks i mean that is how it ends i will say that i was surprised he did not pick nikki because i felt like their chemistry was real i felt like they liked each other i felt like he was grinning from ear to ear whenever they would go out and make out like it seemed like there was really something there and i I'm I'm disappointed he did not pick her. It makes me like him a little less. He started to cry a little at the end there. Do you, do you believe him? No. Me neither. That brings us to the reunion. Yep. Which could really just be summed up as um, a group of women scorned. I mean, they seemed unhappy with these two Elise is like you know Vinny does this whole thing about like we couldn't really talk for five months and so it kind of fell apart because we had to keep it a secret and that's just the way the show is made and then Elise is like you could have texted me back and he's like I, I, I. she's like you could have responded to my text you know she so, seems pissed so like they leave the show like he's hugging her he can't believe it and then all of a sudden they can't show we can't be with each other in public for five months and so Vinny just doesn't talk he drops to her, her at all he just drops <laughs> it's like, her. like what is going on she's here? like he texted me for a couple of weeks and then just stopped and responding. then it's, so so now we're like now we're left with like and, and by the way they square that away in the first segment yeah so it's like we're left now we have a rest of a show where we're like oh this whole experiment didn't work and it's yeah. and it was it was a lie we were all lied to and yeah. nobody cares about anybody and it's like now let's talk about the goofy shit and it's like I don't really give a shit about the goofy shit. Yeah, it's like the kisses you didn't see. Yeah, it's like, like, I don't care. Now I know the whole thing was a sham. It's just, it it, it rang false to me the entire show. It was a bummer to watch. The reunion was not exciting at all. I would say that- And Marissa and Maria fought for reasons I do not understand. I don't get it. I guess because like- Marissa was talking shit in the in the cab ride home about the rest of the girls. Yeah, but then Maria like, was like, "You were talking shit about me on the show," and it's like, "Well, why didn't they show us that? If she was talking shit about her in the house, we should have seen that so we would understand it more." And it also seemed like these two had talked about this before. It wasn't like they were getting into it for the first time. Like when Nikki and Mish had their little back and forth, it was clear that they've discussed this before. You know, so it's like I don't know. The Marissa Maria thing was very. Very strange. Either either explain it to us, MTV, or don't include it in the reunion. So I I mean the reunion after they they say that nothing has worked out, and then we hear we hear about um what happened with Nikki and Polly, and I guess Polly blocked Nikki on social media. Um, and do you, well, what's the story there? 
This is what I can pick up. Do you want to know what I've found out yeah, from I social want media? Now. Give me everything. Okay, now. so basically what happened was Nikki and Polly were talking. She went to visit him in Vegas. They were like seeing each other. And then one day she he he was doing jealous stuff as we have known him to be. We found that out on marriage boot camp uh, with Aud- Aubrey. You know, he's a little jealous and possessive. And he um, he invited Nikki to come back to Vegas again. And she was like, I can't. I'm busy. And then he responded, I'm the busiest man in the world and blocked her on all the accounts. <laughs> I'm the busiest man in the world. Uh-huh. I, he's one of them. Yeah. Um, what about the president? He actually doesn't seem that busy. Yeah, he golfs a lot. <laughs> he golfs a lot. Um. So, yeah. I, I, and then on the show, Polly was like, yeah, I had to block her. She was too much. And it's like. Writing paragraphs on social media or yeah, something? Or writing paragraphs or? in her text. So he blocked her on the text. He blocked her on text and social media. Okay, okay. And then, but then, you know, like, Nikki's like, that's not what happened. That's not why you blocked me. You, like, blocked me because I didn't jump at your beck and call, basically. And then all the other girls on social media, Elise included, primarily Elise, um, were like, Nikki's right. I saw the text messages. Wow. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't, why would you want to get involved in, with either of these guys? Let's he be honest. He didn't look comfortable. Neither of them look comfortable. In those lime green Balenciagas, uh, a thousand Vi- bucks Vinny for looked like trash. he was. Vinny looked like he was terrified Elise was going to call him out. Vinny wanted this to go like this. He wanted uh, Elise to come out and be like, yeah, we couldn't really talk for five months, so it fell apart. And instead she came out and she was like, no, it would have worked. He just stopped responding to me. He ghosted me, basically. And they were and they were like, well, you're together. Like Justina Valentine was like, oh, you're, who? hosting oh you're together now it's like well maybe you can and she was like i'm all set yeah she's like i'm good yeah and then she went on social media and she basically said that he did he completely stopped responding to her he cut her off and then he didn't even say hello to her backstage at the reunion before she came on stage it's pretty wild stuff i mean you know i mean and it was also yeah. clear Bummer. that Vinny and Polly D have an agreement to just back each other up no matter what. Because well, I mean, come on now. I mean, obviously. You're going to be upset about that? I, I, no, I, I'm not, I understand I'm not that. upset about it. I'm just, I'm mentioning it as something I observed yeah. because Vinny was like, you know, Elisa's like, yeah, he stopped responding to me. He completely just ghosted me, basically. And then Vinny's like, um, and Polly's like, yeah, he won't, he doesn't respond to me on text sometimes. You know, like it just starts acting as if it's like normal behavior to completely drop off the face of the earth. Well, I mean, we, if we're going to really say this podcast went full circle. Wow. The texting, folks. Oh, my God. And you know what? That is the show. Holy so thank moly. you so much for listening. Um, please do us a favor and rate this podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Please. Like, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now and your phone's, like, in your pocket or whatever, just scroll to go to our main page. Like, where you see, you go, like, uh, you hit the, our page. Go to our page. Scroll down you'll see five stars none of them are if you haven't done this before none of them are filled in you hit that fifth star now they're all filled in now it'll give you an option to write a little something you don't have to but if you want to be like yeah they're great fuck it they're great you guys we haven't had a new uh five star review in like a month and so i really need you to do this folks come on now <laughs> folks so do that okay yeah, and it's then cancer what you can do season, y'all then what you can do is you can follow us on uh, twitter at reality blows pod you can follow ashley on twitter at ashley b roberts you can follow me on instagram at nick maritato that's n-i-c-k m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o 
And you can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can recommend some stuff for us to watch. You can tell us some cool secrets. I don't really care. Do whatever you want. And then what you can do is uh, tune in next week, um, and we will have a brand new podcast for you, as we always do. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to make any promises about next week. Might be a Southern Charm season two recap. I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Might have a guest for that. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Could be some other bullshit. Uh, Might be watching more of the real world. God, I know a lot of you are like, well, what the fuck? Are you the one premiered? You didn't watch that? Well, no, we didn't watch that yet. We will watch that probably as soon as we turn this podcast off. And we'll probably be talking about that as well next week. So these are the things we're thinking about. And we're also thinking about you. Thank you for listening. And good night. Bye.